0: Our focus text for today comes from the book of Psalms. We'll be reading the 121st Psalm. I invite you to follow along on your screen. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Bethlehem's mission of creating a community that follows in the way of Jesus as we worship, learn, pray, give, and serve together exists in the context characterized by a rapid changing culture in a secular society, a disenchanted world where faith is simply very hard to do. It's hard to hold on to. The way that we carry out our mission, then, is not about relevance. It can't just be relevant. It also has to resonate. It has to be an experience of resonance. (laughs) Resonance is a quality of evoking response. It's a quality of richness or variety. It's a physics term in which vibrations from one object increase the vibrations of another object, causing it to move. In this way, resonance evokes a response that is not only emotional in us, but also active. We're moved. When something resonates with us, it changes the way that we live. The experience of encountering the presence of God in the world is an experience of resonance. And when these are shared, these experiences resonate with others in a way that creates vibrancy, in a way that creates life and hope in the world. This program year, beginning in the fall and ending now in the early summer, every month during this program year, our community has been blessed by an individual sharing a story of resonance a time in life when God's story resonated with their own story. Today, as we have reached the end of our program year, Charles Miller will be our final speaker as he shares how God's story has resonated with his story over the course of his life as he has come to terms with just how little control he has in life and reminds us how little control any of us really have. So thank you, Charles Miller, for sharing your story of resonance.
1: My name is Charles Miller and my wife, Jenny, and I have been members of Bethlehem community since moving to Minnesota 20 years ago. As a physics teacher, I have really enjoyed this series of resonance stories in physics terms. Resonance is a phenomenon that occurs when vibrations from one object increase the vibrations in another object. In class, my favorite examples of resonance includes swings and bridges. On a swing, the arms of the pushing person must match the timing of the swing, or it just won't work. And since the collapse of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge in 1940, engineers have known that even a relatively calm wind can tear down a magnificent structure if the speed of the wind perfectly matches the vibration of the bridge. This series of talks has made me think often about resonance in my own life. It seems that when the world has handed me ups or downs, I've been at my best when I was able to go with the flow. As Doctor Strange learned in the Marvel movie, you cannot beat a river into submission. You have to surrender to its current and use its power as your own. Floating with the river of life led me to St. John's Prep, where I have happily taught for 17 years. It led me to listen to friends who said I would be a good boy scout leader and a good coach. It helped my family survive battles with cancer and losing dear friends. It also led to me saying yes to being a Lenten mentor, Sunday school teacher, and singing the hippo song with Melanie Halter to a room full of dancing kids. But being a youth leader also made me question some of my beliefs. It's hard to answer a fourth grader who asks why God lets kids die or lets war happen. Good questions. Questions I asked when my wife was diagnosed with stage four rectal cancer two years ago. Helping someone you love go through cancer treatment brings many of the same emotions as the person going through the treatment. Feelings of helplessness, anger, fear, and resentment. It made us wonder, why us? And it forced us to do something that I have never been very good at, except help. From our community came an outpouring of love, my family and neighbors, my school community and our church community. People made us countless meals, gave us countless words of encouragement and made us always know we were loved in our darkest moments. Paired with this awful journey was the hardest school year most teachers have ever been through. The COVID year brought hybrid teaching and teaching in dual modalities brought doubt, uncertainty and nerves many of us hadn't felt since our first years of teaching. But this too brought a silver lining. I gave up my obsession with control of my lesson plan and worked on being more flexible in how I interacted with my students each day. I learned a lot of lessons about how I can relate to my students on a personal level that I will carry with me the rest of my career. And most importantly to my family, it allowed me to relocate to Rochester for Jenny's radiation treatments and surgery without missing a single day of school. With the support of my administrators at PrEP, I was able to be a fully supportive husband and a fully attentive teacher at the same time. These last two years have helped me see that reaching the great moments and surviving the low moments of life all have to do with resonance trying to allow my life to vibrate with the energy God intends, being willing to drift with the current that God sets in the river. I don't personally believe that God gives people cancer or heals select people of their cancer, but I do believe God always makes a route available to live life with grace. Sometimes it can be really hard to trust and let go, having faith that the turbulent times will end, but they always do seem to end and in those dark moments can be beautiful opportunities to be the hands of God. I am grateful that I was able to be an emotional support to Jenny in those most difficult times. I am grateful that I was able to be a trusted adult to help students through some of their difficult times. And I have seen Christ in my neighbors as they have done the same for me through my difficult times. But no river is only the turbulence. Recently, floating in the current has led me to two amazing experiences that have deepened my faith and changed my life. First, in the spring of 2020, with no knowledge of the tough road that was to come, I decided to become an oblate of St. John's Abbey. During my time at the prep school, I came to deeply appreciate the rule of St. Benedict and the lives lived by the monks of the Order of St. Benedict. I was inspired by their desire to live out the will of God, and I wanted to contribute to and support their mission. The process of becoming an oblate consisted of a year of discernment, studying the rule and talking with my formation director about how those principles can play out in my life. We would walk in the beautiful woods around St. John's and discuss how I could be a better Christian father and husband. At the end of that year, I made my final oblation to serve God and be guided by the rule of St. Benedict. As an oblate, I do morning readings and prayer with Lexio Divina, where I read a sentence or paragraph from the Bible, often Psalms or the Gospel, and meditate on the words, trying to hear what God wants this to mean in my life. I attend retreats where I gather with other Christians from around the world. I wouldn't have believed it two years ago But I actually look forward to waking up at 5 a.m. each morning, listening to the quiet and the birds, and listening for God. These skills have resulted, I'm sorry, these skills and the resulting mindset helped prepare me to endure the year that was to come. And this prayer and openness led directly to my second spiritual opportunity. Last year, two colleagues and I were accepted into the Notre Dame Faith and Science Initiative. We spent a year reading and studying the historical intersection of faith and science. Last summer, we traveled to a monastery outside of New Orleans and spent a week in lectures, prayer, and joyful discussions with other science teachers and theologians. Afterward, Jenny, just past the ordeal of her chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery, was able to join me for a wonderful long weekend in the city we had always wanted to travel together. The timing of my studies and her healing were perfect. This year my colleagues and I have been reading about the historical development of the liberal arts curriculum, and we will travel to Ireland where we will visit the university founded by Cardinal Newman, see the ruins of ancient scientific landmarks, and further discuss how poetry, theology, and science all play crucial roles in the fully developed person. Afterward, this perfect location will allow Jenny to join me for 10 days of exploring Ireland and Scotland, her ancestral home and places at the top of our life list for years. I am incredibly thankful for all of these experiences and the people that made them happen. It could be argued that it took a lot of lucky coincidences for my life to play out the way it has. A lucky opening at St. John's Prep just when I was looking becoming an oblate just before a battle with cancer. The perfect surgeon and oncologist assigned to my wife's cancer surgery, leading to her treatment. Acceptance to a program that would not only enrich my life professionally, but lead to study at two places that Jenny and I had dreamed of visiting. On the other hand, anyone who's been on the river knows that making it through depends on knowing when to paddle and when to drift. I never imagined I was meant to be a scoutmaster or a worship musician, until I was. I never imagined I would end up a teacher, much less in a Catholic school, but here I am. And I couldn't be happier about it. All of these things came about because of my openness to possible directions God may want me to go, floating with the current. I have stopped believing in coincidence and started believing in resonance. I know I have many more turbulent times in the river ahead of me, but I have confidence that following God's intent has surrounded me with the people and skills I need to make it through. And I believe that by allowing my life to resonate with the same intent, I can help others through some turbulent times of their own. May it be so, amen.